back, everyone, to another episode of Neon Popsicle. Uh, today we got a, a special guest with us. It's Brother Ryan. Not not Brother Ryan, like like um like a like an Elder Scroll like from the from the Jehovah's. Anything. Yeah, but our Brother Ryan. Yeah. What's up? Good to have you, man. Yeah. No. Always good to talk to you guys. Heck yeah. Well, it's good to have you under the neon light. Um, yeah. If you've heard the show before, you may know we just talk about a plethora, uh, a puddle, if you will, of information, and we kind of just have a good time. Dive deep, turn on but that light. it be good to have your insight as well on some of the topics that we uh, talk yeah. about. Because I know when I listen to a podcast, sometimes I'm there for the conversation, and I talk to myself like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, exactly, yeah. But like, you'll be here for that now. So, oh yeah, I'm a self-talker. That's good. That's good. You guys, I I give so much input. I always message you guys after. I'm like, ah, I was just thinking about that. I'm glad. I'm glad you're on the same path. It's the same uh, frequency of brainwaves. I talk to Steven about it all the time. Like, I feel like we were raised with similar circumstances. So our brains are usually kind of thinking about similar things around the same time. Yeah. <laughs> now, I did want to make a quick note here about the last episode. We, uh, what, um, what happened? We were talking about the boy who went to Mars, or the boy from Mars, oh, yes, right? Yes. He was talking about his story, and the first source of information was from a Christian site, uh, ChristianDaily.com or something like that. And I, we, I noticed, we, no, we may not want to look at a Christian site for the most reliable source of information, <laughs> yeah, okay? It was for no other reason, no heathenistic reasons here on Neon Popsicle, but just because I heard very recently that there was a bunch of uh, Facebook pages, like Christian Facebook pages, mm-hmm. 19 out of 20 of them were run by Russian troll farms. What? Spreading disinformation about the government. Russian trolls are mostly Christian? Yeah, they live under bridges too. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but that's how that. So I, that's all it was. I didn't. I didn't know if this Christian website fell into line with the Russian disinformation websites. I just wanted to kind of <laughs> stay away from it. Also, somehow Hindu Staten Times uh, seemed a little more reliable at the moment. Yeah, but uh, like not not this Christian site, but Hindu so Staten Times. That's all. That's super, all it was. Super reliable. What? So, what kind of car do you drive, Ryan? Uh, I don't. Okay, now, uh, all right, okay. yeah, 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 you're Gen Zer. What's perfect. that all about? What is that? Yeah, that's a good, good point. Um, <laughs> I just never got my license. Is it just? Is it like? Is it very convenient to travel around where you live? Is it not? No. Is it just? Is that the way no, you bond yeah. with Katie? Like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, you know, I didn't need it in Boston. Okay. That was uh, a lot easier to get around there. But since I've moved to Florida, it's been oh yeah, for it. Okay. He, you, won't, he won't get his license until Katie gets her license. Right. They have this bond. They have this brother-sister bond. They've always been close. Do you, yeah. What do you do? Like, how do you get around? Do you just do your very local? I Uber to work, to and from work. Um, hey, you know. Uh, that's not too bad. Eden, my girlfriend's brother, moved down. He drives us around a lot. Uh, it's, uh, you know, things are pretty close. Anything I want to do is pretty close. I would just... Yeah. Um, if you if you were to get a car, what car would you get? Also a big question. Yeah. So huh. cheap. Looking at a lot of Kias, Kia Rio. Don't get a Kia. Uh, don't get a Kia. Don't don't get a Kia. No. I hear Kias fall cool. apart. I hear Optima. Kias are bad cars. Uh, yeah, huh. oh, I'm gonna Google that right now. Are Kias bad cars? I'm googling it. Why? Also very cheap. Yeah. Well. But yeah, but so are Toyotas and stuff. Mm, 
I mean, reliable Toyotas. Well, to be honest, I am absolutely not an authority on cars. I can't can't even begin to speak like I know what I'm talking about. I'm an authority. I'm an authority. Uh -oh. And uh, I say get a Toyota or a Scion. I've had my Scion since 2010, dude. Zero issues. Yeah. I've taken it in for all the oil changes. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Great cars. Toyotas, great cars. Yeah. C uh, Hondas, Civics, great cars. Look, here's why Kias are crap. Arkea what? cars bad. Well, I guess. I mean, I did put Arkea's pieces <laughs> of shit. Should I put Arkea's. <laughs> yeah. I, I should maybe put Arkea's good. Arkea's good. Arkea's good pieces of shit. That's fine. Yeah. Look up how not bad Arkea's. Kia's are, Kia is a reliable car. Overall, Repair Pal gives Kia 4.5, 4 out of 5. Alright, well. Is Kia more reliable than Toyota? Well, both Kia and Toyota are known for reliability. Okay, alright, 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 wow. well. Have you, have you seen the Kia's new logo? I have, what I have. It? No, what is it? Let me check it out. I kind of like it. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Identifiable. Oh. It went from like, like the I one see, that looked yeah. like your mom's car to like I see. you can possibly drive this too. Kia. Kia. It went from Kia to Kia. Kia. Yeah, for sure. It looks like a Tesla. I mean, this thing looks like a Tesla here. Yeah, I've seen some of those on the road. And it's I didn't funny. Really notice that it changed, but the only reason I come so like vehemently about that Kias are shit is simply because <laughs> me and Brittany were talking about them this morning. Um, she said that she saw a car. And she's like, oh, that car looks pretty nice. And then she realized it was a Kia. She thought, nope, nope, never mind. Don't Kia's like it anymore. Kia's are kind of cool. Yeah. They kind of look cool. Ugh, they look cool now. I don't know. They do look Sue cool. Me. They do look Sue cooler the than new, they used to. The new Kia was great. <laughs> they do look <laughs> a lot cooler. Kia Soul commercial, though, you can't really, you know, how you can forget that. Isn't Kia the commercial that was, like, the hamsters? Yeah. yeah hamsters. Okay, okay. With the see. hamsters. <laughs> that might be why I had a bad relationship. You know... Kia does load you up with I don't know if it's in like all their models it could just be their like their deluxe ones I'm not sure but they load you up with some pretty cool shit like Wi-Fi in the car and like damn you know, seat warmers and shit I don't know but that's cool that's cool Kia, Kia long live Viva La Kia huh <laughs> there you go <laughs> Viva La Kia well because like I think we're all on the same page there I personally don't yeah. really thirst for a super nice car could be why i don't have one i used to that used to be like my thing that i wanted I was like oh a jaguar would be cool like a really nice sporty jaguar like oh, that's gonna be my main my goal, goal focus i started like thinking why why did i want that and i feel like it was because um like the car industry has pushed the message of nice car means success yeah. If you have a nice car, you have sure. like you will make it. You have made it. Like your life will be better with this nice car. But the, the yeah, it's so weird. I believe like, that it, it does not mean that at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've convinced you. Low key, well, no, high key. I've learned that the whole diamond for wedding rings and stuff was literally oh, yeah. created by the oh, diamond wow. industry. It's, uh, it's artificial demand. Yeah, artificial demand. And that's what it is. It's like a mindset to get you to think that if you don't have a nice car, you're seen to as to society as a like a, a lower class person. He must not have money, meaning he must not have his shit together, meaning he's a piece of shit. And it right. sucks. That sucks. But I think it's 
I, I don't think having a nice car is really that important. No, I uh, used to think it was, but... It shouldn't determine your value. The stuff you have shouldn't determine yeah. your value. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a head game about all these brands. Like, they make you feel oh, bad yeah. for Unless not you, owning yeah. their stuff. Like, <laughs> Unless you get it, you're not... You don't win. You're a loser. Have you seen that Nathan Free episode where he's uh, <laughs> selling the toys to kids? Yeah. Like, you don't have one of these, you're a baby. You're a baby. <laughs> you're a baby. Damn, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Like, if you don't have a nice car, you're not a fucking grown-up. That's funny, dude. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to be a baby. <laughs> it's a great show. You gotta live the way you wanna live, dude. That's the hard part. It's not e- that's not easy. Living how you want to live without being influenced by what people or how, what you think somebody thinks you should be driving type stuff or mm-hmm. what you should be owning or how you should be dressed or whatever right man yeah don't yeah, 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 yeah. for sure appearances don't matter that much <laughs> if you're walking, coming up to me with a shopping cart and uh <clears throat> browned rags as clothes you know maybe uh, maybe i'll keep my distance but i think there's a line like it's it's uh, exactly you can't. You have to be taken seriously, and you must be presentable. You can't just yeah. look like like you can't. Appearances do matter. You gotta, you know, you yeah. gotta take care. You gotta look good Mark and be taken Cassio seriously. Marcasio would say, "It doesn't matter if I look like shit. If you guys take that for information, then get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at the old philosophers of the day. You know, just ragged dudes, beards, robes. That's why I wear robes. I'm a wise man. Oh, you have a robe? Oh, yeah. he has a nice robe. Do I have a robe? He has a pretty nice robe. Have you seen his robe, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Same robe as years ago. No, look at my oh, robe. Robe. Upgrade. Upgrade robes? No? Upgrade from No, I got, a, I got a gift. I got it as a gift. I quantumed this robe to me. <laughs> yeah, manifested it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That's my robe. That's your robe? Yeah, I, I own that robe. Wow. It's his A to B. That's my A to B robe I wake up in. Impressive robe. Yeah, it's an impressive robe. So, I mean, robes robes should be uh, taken seriously. The one thing I wish it did have is a hood. If it had a hood, oh, it would be 100% so complete. It's about 90% complete. Your head gets cold, okay? I, I, I take back what I said. Appearances definitely matter. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> You know, the government needs to give us socks. What? But um, they need to free us. They're treating us like a bunch of house elves, is what I mean. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all zombies? Yeah. <laughs> Doing their bidding? And we're abusing ourselves anytime we don't follow their, wow. their rules. We beat ourselves We up think about we're it. bad people. When, when, when in reality, we need to follow the rules of morality, Where's not of bill? government. Where does that bill where Biden sends us all a sock? Yeah, we need more socks and Do not we, okay. the sticky ones. Do we get it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the sticky ones, Biden. Do do we get the sock from Biden or? I hope not. <laughs> Does he have to wear them first? Actually, is yeah. Is he the one who's freeing us, or is it a higher up? You know how when like like a, a Jewish rabbi blesses food, it's kosher. Yeah. So as long as a federal employee, including postmen, they have a lot more power than you think. Wow. Wear this sock. <laughs> You are then now a, uh, a free citizen. You know, I hear that postmen are uh, excused from the vaccination mandate. Well, a lot of people are now. Well, a lot of people are now. Jason. But, you see, I'm, 
On the pools. <laughs> Jason, wake up, dude. This is Neon Popsicle. <coughs> knock, Sorry. knock, knock, knock. Hello. Sorry. A future ones, too. If they ever decide to do it again, though. It's like federal employees. Um, yeah, post, work, post office workers. Your mailman doesn't have to get it. Apparently, post, post office workers can carry guns and rifles during times of crisis. <gasps> well, yeah. They can act as, like, military. What? Well, I think more of in the, in the defensive position, maybe. I don't know how threatening they'd, they'd be in, <laughs> in those shorts, shorts, but yeah. at the same time, the size yeah. of that rifle might, you know. <laughs> that rifle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Fucking. They don't, have, they don't have doors on the side of their vans. They can just, they're always ready to go. Always ready for action. <laughs> Who? Yeah, the, I forgot. The postman. Oh, yeah, dude. They got, they got no doors. They got no doors. Right. Jeez. They got at least them open for, like, snipers, though. Wow. <laughs> like post the fucking Yeah, but it's like you got away, you know, the benefits of being able to jump out anytime versus. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of. Um... Pros, cons, pros. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take no That's one of the benefits of choosing the post office worker class is you can get out faster, <laughs> but you're prone to snipers. Yeah. That fucking sucks. If so, you have like a sniper yeah. in the neighborhood. Agility plus 10, defense minus. Damn. That dog. No, we don't have those here. That was weird. You know the tuba? The instrument or the person? There's a, okay, what? There's a person, the tuba? (laughs) Oh, no, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, the instrument. (laughs) That giant thing that like, let me look up a picture of it. Let's stream a picture of the tuba. I think there are different tubas. All There's right, different Ryan. styles of tubas? Like, okay, Ryan, right. let me... Oh, I missed Mr. Band. Mr. Band. Where were you, in the band or something? I think he was. What'd you play? What'd you play? I played trumpet or something, What'd right? you play, trumpet? I, in, uh, I played trumpet for three months in eighth grade. Damn, I, those are a powerful three months, because I band, remember... Band, bander... Okay, tuba. Okay, but tuba. I've been around, I've been around a, a right. tuba or two. So I've seen this round tuba. I've seen these people wearing this tuba. Okay, I've seen what is that. this? That is a... Uh, that's an elegant... No, brass a, instrument. Sousaphone. Look at that. Sousaphone. S-O-U-S-A. That is a sousaphone. Those are the ones you're talking about now. Oh, yeah. Those are the ones you uh-huh. wrap around. You're so smart. See, college does benefit you. It does, I think. <laughs> yeah. I had no clue. I, I just called it a round tuba. Yeah, I learned it in my, my sousaphone class. The <laughs> sousaphone 101. That's lit. <laughs> What is this? Why is, well, it, why is it $7,000? <laughs> it's archaic. It's, I mean, it's, it's, They're all... Like <laughs> it's technology you don't understand, Jason. Okay, just just drop it and purchase yeah, right. the sousaphone. I just go into it and it makes a noise at the other. It end. goes <laughs> and you have to adjust what frequency the goes. But why is it through such so leathers? many loops? Um, what does the amount of loops have to do with the sound of the sousaphone? The larger and more the loop, the more uh, classy and larger the dick you have. I believe in the oh. sousaphone world. I you know what they say about large loops. Oh. See? See? He knows. I see. I see. I, I never mm-hmm. been, I'm not in the loop. <laughs> oh, give me some. See? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were just talking what, about the tubas. What about the, the tubas? Day. And we were just, I was, we were talking about like how weird it looks. Yeah. And like, why? Why? What a weird I, instrument. And what sound it makes? Is it like a, what is it, a bass? Is it a bassy, is it a bass yeah. trumpet? Mid. For sure. Oh. Is it necessary in the world, to have a sousaphone, sousaphones, tubas, trumpets. Oh. Did we have to do it that way still? 
I can't push keys on. <laughs> That's opposed to what? What's the alternative? What do you mean? Musical keys like digital, pianos or digital music or buttons, sequencers. Whole, Musical. Yeah, like, I feel like all this shit's archaic, bro. These drum lines. Musical, uh, like elitists will be like, oh no, the, the authentic sound of the instrument hitting the ears is better. You lose the authenticity through transferring it digitally. It's like whatever, bro. Just put on your Beats by Dre and chill out. We don't need drum lines. Don't you have a, a drum set in? Yeah, but I don't march. I don't march around in a silly hat, like the little drummer boy, and like drum in sequence with other people. You know what I mean? To show off my pride. In general, wow. Marching, marching band. Yeah, marching lines. That's interesting. I guess that's not necessary. I feel like it's very ritualistic. I saw a. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, being in band for three months, dude. How do you feel? <laughs> yeah, it was a marching band. That was a whole different. Uh, oh, those guys are weird. Crowd. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can understand uh, coming from someone with absolutely zero authority and zero experience in playing an instrument. Um, All authorities. I can understand the, the, the benefit to playing an instrument. You know, having a developing a musical skill of some sort. What? You know, uh, uh, yeah. A, a little snare drum, I think, is a lot more. Okay. Okay. Beneficial to your development so, than so a key that does the same noise. We should we should reflect upon and admire. The creation of such a thing as a sousaphone. We should we should learn and master the sousaphone. We shouldn't mm. we shouldn't we shouldn't try to exile the the sousaphone from society. Right. We if should you accept don't understand it. What the loops are for doesn't mean it doesn't belong. Uh, I see. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for that. We need to kind of wake up. There. Sometimes we get a little dim here too <laughs> yeah. in the neon light. So because we don't understand it doesn't mean we don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to exile the sousaphone. I feel that way about some people too. Maybe you're right. I gotta. No, about some specific people. People just people. Steven. Oh my god. Steven. What did I get into? Steven, uh, oh. did I have a knock on? I don't know what that means. I just knocked on wood though. Wait, I did hear you a... say our people or some people. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I, I I some people. Some. He said some. <laughs> this sounds like a Patreon episode. Oh, shit, <laughs> shit shit shit. I was listening to um. I said something down the other day in the car when delivering. And then uh, Serge Tankin came on, like his solo stuff. And he was talking about uh, one of the lines. I forget what the line was. I probably should have thought about the freaking line before talking about it. But Oh my gosh, again? <laughs> it's like humans and their our problems and stuff right now. It's like it is the whole world to us because like that's all that matters to us is us. And our problems, because, like, after, if we ever died, which would be, like, the worst thing imaginable, like, to, to the human race, for an, another human to think, oh, all everyone dying, but, um, like, Earth would still go on, and, like, animals would still go on, and yes. the nature would still go on, just people would stop. Yes. There would have been a time in, in the, like, span of universe in which humans once existed... It's like it's the problems are actually on a universal scale so insignificant, but mm. to us it is our entire world because it's all that matters to us. Yeah, we don't know anything else. Nope, we can't experience or understand life outside of our like pinhole views. Mm -mm. We can't. It's a, we just can't do it. But we can try, and I think the more we do, the more we can. 
And the more, that's how you really build empathy, really, is like trying and understanding your problems are insignificant. Like everybody has problems. Every, when I was a kid, we were driving on the freeway. I was young. And this is the poop story again. No poop story here. This isn't the poop story. Um, we were driving somewhere. I don't know. Tons of people on the freeway, though. And I said, wow, like every single person has their own life. Every single person in these cars has at least one person in it. And each one of them has a life just like me. They have so many they problems. They all have their too. problems. So and many. they have their job. And they're this and they're that. And like, it kind of blew my mind at that point. I was pretty young and I had mentioned it. And dad was like, wow. Because I guess it's, you know, it's pretty cool when your kids discover things like that. You're pretty smart. There's, aren't you, kid? There's a word for what that. <laughs> it's a fake word, right? It's something that was made up. Yeah, I don't it's, it's, uh, I just looked it up right now. Sonder. Yes, Sonder. That's Realization right. Realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. Yes. I was in a yeah. complete, deep... I was in a deep state of Sonder. I used that correctly. Yeah, I, 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 like, I have very like, good <laughs> memories of good stuff like that. <laughs> like, I used that correctly. No, I think you did. I did. I did that really good. <laughs> It's like for for a word that doesn't exist, I fucking I sonder if you did use that <laughs> yeah. right. Nailed it. You didn't. I sonder if you are actually doing that right. You didn't use you didn't use it right. Huh? I sonder. You didn't. Huh? <laughs> I sonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I sonder. I heard that jellyfish can live forever. Huh? Oh yeah, like for a, oh certain. Look at you, like you know. Do well. okay, can we? Glad, hey, no, no. Well, species, hey, I'm, I'm species. Glad we have him on the show. No, I'm me glad. too. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I want to be the smart one. <laughs> Let's see. I hear lobsters too. No, I don't believe that. Mm. I will look that shit up too. They're immortal. They're biologically immortal. A tiny jellyfish named Turritopsis. Dornil is capable of living forever. What? Motherboard reports. Excuse me? Okay, so go back to Sonder. What? <laughs> what? Try to pronounce that word. Oh, come on. <laughs> you nailed Sonder. That one was, but what was that? What was that word? Dornhill is dip, Dornhill. Where is that? Dornhill? Dornhill. No, Dornhill. Dorny. Oh, wait, he has to see it. Look, watch. You'll see what I mean. Dornitops is Dornhill. Dorn is no LD. Oh. Dornitopsis. Turritopsis Dorny. That sounds like a Pokemon. You guys don't know about the Turritopsis Dorny? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was discovered in 1988. Uh, The organism can regenerate into a polyp. It's earliest stage of life as it ages or when it experiences illness or trauma. So interesting. What? So it can basically rebirth itself. It goes into youth again as it gets sick? It gets sick and then it goes into like a hibernation state. It sounds like, which goes into like its fetal. It's like a phoenix. form, and then once like it the phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, the, the phoenix of the ocean. Cool. Yeah, and yeah. The phoenix. Jellyfish. What's it look like? Just turning into a polyp is just a little less cool than burning up into ashes. Yeah. <laughs> but same idea. Polyp. <laughs> <laughs> What's a polyp? I think it's true. Eddie's enemy is called polyps on Borderlands. Uh, it's pretty badass. Yeah. The immortal jellyfish. So maybe not all jellyfish. You're right. The Turnitopsis polydorni. 
can hit reset button and revert to an earlier developmental stage if it is injured or otherwise threatened. Ah! He's scared. It's like <laughs> polyps. It's yeah. like it's a baby. Bird. Like we just we get into a fight, we just revert back to a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what some Damn, people do. Grow up again. Shit. Some people do, bro. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <nice>. Yeah. <laughs> um. Lobsters. Do lobsters they live forever too? Biologically immortal. Okay, Unless, then why do they die? Only because we eat them? Because I don't they're think killed so. or um, illness. Well, yeah, same with people. Well, no, we no. die of age. While some animals, given the right circumstances, could be considered immortal, lobsters are not among them. No! But lobsters and other decapods do eventually reach the end of their lives. Lobsters can face death from predation, including by humans or health issues such as shell disease are lobsters immortal from the natural history museum biologically immortal or something like that i'll look that up are lobsters biologically immortal contrary to popular belief lobsters are not immortal lobsters grow Uh. by molting which requires a lot of energy and the larger the shell the more energy eventually the lobster will die from exhaustion during a molt (laughs) older lobsters are known to stop molting which means that the shell will eventually become damaged infected or fall Uh. apart and they die so they're they're basically just like us uh, destined Dang. for death. They get so old that they're like, I have to molt. And they're like, oh. And then they can't get the molt done. And they're just like, oh. And then the lobster can't dies. Do can't oh, do it. What a way to go. That's so fucked up. I'm just laughing at these dying lobsters. Well, you know. <laughs> making they're, fun of they're, they're They're bottom feeding bastards they're anyway. They're delicious. They are. They are. Delicious yeah. bottom feeders. You know, those kosher people don't eat lobsters. Yeah. Yeah, what's the what's the problem? Because they're bottom feeders, they eat trash. Same with pigs. That's why they don't eat pig because they eat trash. Oh. They're dirty. Shrimp, they right. eat trash from the sea. What about algae. a grass-fed pig? <laughs> Is that a kosher? Can you make a kosher pig? Can you bless a pig, feed it grass, and then make no, it kosher? No, we don't eat that shit. Dirty pork. <laughs> this is, that's the devil tempting me with the apple, basically, right there. Bacon. <laughs> Dangling a piece that's of bacon. I'm like, mm, maybe just one bite. <laughs> Did you see that that ad in China? That that there's a game in China that's advertising. <clears throat> you know how you see those QR codes? Yeah. So this app game put basically a swarm of drones. Check it out. In order to form a QR code in the sky. Oh, what? Dystopian People don't like it. Yeah, the, the, the end of the worlders hate this. Calm down, guys. Because it's like, <laughs> no. A code in the sky? A blue beam? It's not like fucking Project Tsukinomi or anything. It's just a QR code. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah, now. Oh shit, won't you scan it? They're like into your phone. Look at this shit though. It's most. What the? QR code on the phone. China be doing shit like this though. Yeah, what the fuck? They're like, we want to be the most technologically advanced. That's their whole thing. So of course they have QR code. So Guinness Book of World Records, by the way. I was like bouncing a balloon on my finger. And nice. I thought, I did this about 20 times in a row. I don't think anybody's ever submitted this to the records. Can I be, do I, did I just break <laughs> a world record of bouncing this balloon on my finger? No way. I think I did. Yeah? 
I tried. Oh. The, I, I <laughs> recorded it. I don't think anybody else has ever recorded it. I think surely someone <laughs> must have been doing that, you know? Maybe you're right. I feel like more than... I can, Ladies, but maybe record it and submit it? Maybe you're right. That's a good question. No, <laughs> Steven, I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. cool. Oh, oh, Pentagon. Uh, Illuminati. Whoa, whoa, okay. Okay, guys, I kind of get it. <laughs> yeah, if they put pentagrams on the ground. No, that's the only weird thing I saw about it. Yeah, world of color. Um... I've still never seen it. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> no. Oh, I just might. Dude, okay, so on that note, on that exact note, the fact that that game can afford to, like, shoot drones in the sky in order to people for people to, like, buy it. I was just asking myself the other day, do, do console games make more money or do phone App games make more money. I think a successful phone app game makes more money now. There, yeah, no, the the mobile game industry is insanely profitable. Wow. Yeah. Like there are like professional leagues for you know, like PUBG or League or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not League because it's not a mobile, but these games, like specifically PUBG or like Fortnite, there's a whole entire like. Mobile esports, that's crazy. Exclusively mobile games. Um, they're usually more popular in other countries, not in the U.S. But yeah, that's like, interesting. So much money in a professional, like mobile Fortnite esport, like it's crazy. Oh. I feel like, like it's <clears throat> really crazy. I think it's just because everyone has, everyone's got a phone. Not everyone can afford a console. It's right. Like that's true. exactly the the reasoning. And I'm thinking at this point, like, I can't afford the next console if it's going to be freaking... Not to mention availability is bullshit, too. And they're all sold out every single time because I'm... Right. Yeah. Like, so I can just kind of see how people are pushed to have to play mobile games. These studios, Bungie and Sony, are just sweating, <laughs> just trying not to just... We're just going to make mobile only, dude. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse my... Dude, I'm, they're I feel like video games just don't make money for them the way they used to anymore. No. Yeah, it's different. That's why there's so many like, you know, microtransactions and games and stuff. The model's just shifting. And all the successful games that make millions have mobile versions, like Minecraft right. Mobile, uh, Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can make plenty of money selling a sixty dollars game. That's not where you make your money, though. It's yeah, not from the $60 right. Sale. No way. That's where you're gonna get like your, like what your legacy or where what what do you get from that now? Like, obviously not the money. It's not the best, cheapest way to go. Nah. Now you get more money by giving it out for free and having people buy the stuff. Like, what do you... Why, what's the incentive? I guess you just want to really want to tell a story with those games. Like, you can tell a way better story. Like on consoles? On a console game than you can with a phone, with a sure. phone game. Yeah, that's been... So far, I feel. I think you could, you could possibly make a dope-ass story game. I don't think anyone's stopping... Or anything is stopping it from happening on a mobile game. Uh, people's attention, I think. People's attention span. I guess you can always download things for your phone. Like, what kind of games, I guess, are story-driven? I don't really play too much phone app nah, games. so there's not too many, but there's, I think there could be. And if there are, hey, let there us know be. in the DMs, because uh, <laughs> I'm curious. <clears throat> I used to play... Um, 
Uh, I still play Pokemon Go. I still play Pokemon Go. I still do um, Fire Emblem on the phone. Yeah. Um, Attention span, too. Like, people won't sit and play on their phone the way they'll sit and play looking at a TV. Huh. Like, with a controller in their hand, I think people play longer. Yeah, I guess that's why you'd want to make a better story on a I don't know console. if that's true, though. I mean, some people play for hours Candy Crush. Some people yeah, play true. hours games. I mean, that's not true. While the TV's on and things aren't going on, people will be on their hmm. phone playing the game. Yeah, you're right. They don't have to be sitting down. They can play guess, that game whenever they want. I guess that's just not the model that they've tried yet. <clears throat> wow. Cause why, yeah, I, mean, I think it's just you know two different experiences. Where, like you said, you're playing a console. You have to sit down. You pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know that's every that's everything you're doing. But any mobile game you get is just something you like. You, know, you can do for two three minutes at a time. I think it's that's, all uh, where they get your attention. It's not even they yeah. don't want to make a story driven game on your phone. You know, there's no incentive to do that when the majority of the time people are using <laughs> right. their phone out and about. Do you think that'll shift? <clears throat> no. Ever? Do you think phone game or is it phone just a different are... mentality essentially? When I go into my phone to play a game, I have a different mentality going into it than when I turn on my console like we're talking about i turn on my console i'm in a different mind space yeah i guess you're more submersed i, why, you, I, I wonder why that is but you don't think that'll ever shift like phone games will be where story games go eventually sony nah. and stuff will stop making console games and they'll just make games for your phone that you can stream to your tv May, I, I don't know. you know how know. you can youtube stream from youtube to your tv yeah. if you have a smart tv right like why wouldn't you be able to do that with your game yeah. Yes, you could. You know. Uh, yeah, you could do it with your game, right now. If you, you can, right? Wanted. You can do that. I think with Apple, you can mirror screen mirror. Yeah, I could do it with my, you know, Roku TV or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm wondering like what's Samsung stopping them from making a really badass. They probably, you know what? I'm probably just an old man money. because when I was looking at all the Assassin's Creed games, they had a bunch on mobile. Uh, they had a bunch of le- mm-hmm. like story, Assassin's Creed. I didn't play them, so I don't know. But I'm assuming they're story-driven, the same type of be. game. Let's like, look, I mean, it's funny. Like, make it, I would look them up. That'd be interesting. Right. Well, I remember that being a thing for a while. I remember when like apps first came out. You know, the iPad first came out. There's a lot of really big games for those. You, you know, take up a lot of attention. Mobile. I think the shift has gone to these smaller, you know, idle games and yeah, because they make more fix, money. Quick fix. Like Candy Crush type, you know, instead of uh, yeah, narrative driven. I feel like it's also about being in there, in front of you all the time. I I I absolutely think that's the case. Yeah. Notifications, freaking. You have this on your phone. You're gonna be reminded to play Candy Crush, so you're gonna get that ad to maybe if you want to spend money on it. Every single uh, it would hour. Be a lot more likely <laughs> to open up the app on your phone if you could do it in five minutes while you, you know. Yeah. Waiting for your food. Right. Then uh, if you had a story-driven game, you have to commit 45 minutes to to get anything out of it. I think it's just money. Money is why. I feel like they're just like, mobile games, it's more, it's cheaper to not worry about a story and make in-game purchases. Like, that's it. That's the... Uh, money, the, money, money, yeah. No story. Yeah. Just whatever gets them to come back. Give them energy to use and shit. <clears throat> right. Here's some gameplay of a mobile Assassin's Creed game. Energy is so dumb. It takes five energy to jump. You have a hundred <laughs> <Yeah>. energy. <laughs> See, yeah, it's ridiculous. I hate that shit. 
if they didn't give it for free, then no one would buy it, and therefore no one would buy their in-game purchases. Big truth. Free games. I mean, people buy in-game purchases with games they buy on consoles. Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed. Cosmetics. For Cosmetics. Big thing, yeah. Um, you know, like the metaverse? Yeah. It's a new, new hot topic. The buzzword. Uh, yeah, very buzzword. Um, now, is it is the idea that there are, can be multiple metaverses, like made by different people, different companies can make different metaverses? I believe so, uh, but I think the word metaverse ah. is the wrong word to use because okay. technically the word metaverse Meta means is. all encompassed. Okay. Um, so they're saying metaverse, but it's like. A virtual verse, mm. a digiverse, yeah, if you will. Um, so yes, other companies will have other metaverses. Facebook's won't, Facebook won't be the only domain to jump in. It's kind of like when you have different <laughs> servers in games. <clears throat> you can right. jump into this server. You'll have this stuff here. It's kind of like jumping from server to server from Netflix to Hulu. You got stuff here, but you don't got the same stuff here. You jump over here to this Google's. Digiverse, you're gonna have access to different things. The clubs might be look nicer. Who knows what the companies will prioritize, and each one will have its own niche. You know, kind of like huh. our social media things do now, like Instagram and Snapchat, and you know. I feel like um, <clears throat> if the gaming consoles go like exclusive metaverse or exclusive virtual verse, where you can join their universe, but only in their universe you can experience their like games and stuff or their characters and <coughs> possessions like the microsoft metaverse will be different than the playstation metaverse sure and that would be how exclusive, exclusive concerts come too back. exclusive yeah. concerts and and content dude exclusive content is king i think microsoft imagine like travis metaverse. scott performing live on the xbox metaverse only tonight you have to do get basically either get pay-per-view so you can get a month subscription to the xbox thing you, you're going to buy the concert anyway, right? So you get a free month anyway. So, oh, if you like it, you get to continue your subscription to the Xbox Digiverse yeah. or Metaverse. So games too, yeah. Exclusive games. You're going to want to get the full year subscription too because if you only get the monthly one, then they come to your house every month to unplug that thing from the back oh, of your neck. Oh, damn. And that's kind of And it wakes you up, yeah. yeah. One out of ten people die from shock. <laughs> So better guy by that year subscription, you know. Yeah. Don't want to experience that as much as you can. Right? No. Yeah. <laughs> the less in and out of the plug in your in your brain stem is you take out better. The Xbox One to plug in the PlayStation One if you want to switch, <clears throat> but you have to get the surgery so that your neck is not compatible with the PlayStation. That's right. I forgot about it's that. It's like loyalty thing. Yeah, it's loyalty yeah. now. That's how they. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really upset that lofters don't live forever. No, you know, I didn't think they did. You probably should have asked me that first. I went around telling <laughs> telling everyone that <laughs> lobsters lived forever without asking. Yeah. I can't believe it. You, I think I told you that once. <laughs> lobsters are biologically immortal. Do you think other animals know and realize what other animals are immortal? No. Like, like I... <laughs> whales and dolphins in the, in the ocean are like, damn, those okay. fucking jellyfish live forever, bro. And they're like, I know, dude, that's insane. Whoa. They can live forever. They they just know that they live forever, <clears throat> or is that just only important to us for some reason? Yeah, I don't think it even crosses their mind. I don't think mortality. They don't, you don't does. think they care? 
I was gonna say that mortality. Do they even comprehend mortality? I don't I know. Guess, I should ask in a, in a weird way. In I order should to ask a, a dolphin if it tries to. Yeah. Be, it's gonna probably gonna try to rape me, but in order to avoid death, <laughs> yeah, they do but that. it doesn't fear it, or does it, and that's why it avoids it. I <laughs> I think it's because they're in, animals are in touch with nature, so that I guess they just understand that death is part of it. Whereas humans are detached from nature. We're probably yeah, we're one of the most science. unattached things on this earth from it. Every other thing is kind of in harmony with it. And we're figuring out ways to do that. Like, because we're, we're not naturally, we just take resources and eat it and shit them out. Yeah. Like, we're not we, naturally symbiotic with the earth. Yeah. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> are we naturally symbiotic with the earth? I mean, aren't we living out our natural course now? Yes. Are we more symbiotic then? Mm. Because, because we can understand it. Because we're the ones no. pushing it forward. We're the one causing the issues, though. Do we need the issues? The issues at hand that we have are caused by us. But we need to learn from them. But we, we have a learning mechanism. That, huh? But we cause them. Like, not saying people are bad, per se, mm -hmm. but the problems that we're trying to figure... Oh, no, this problem. Well, you caused that problem. There wouldn't be a problem if you didn't, you weren't there. It's like me going in a room, knocking everything over and going, oh my gosh, all this shit is destroyed. Well, yeah, you came in the room and knocked the shit over, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe, not the, maybe causing the problem isn't bad, you know? Like, you have to learn from the problem. But what's the, hmm. Like, we, we're here what does that to do cause for the problems. Earth? Robot brain. How, like... Where did I put this? Because animals don't have problems, per se. The only issues they have are like, I'm prey to that predator. It's not a problem, though. It's my, a cycle. It's like their, their place. My child is hungry. My hole got water in it. That's just part. Problems. It's Yeah, sure. Okay. But it's not exactly. Those aren't caused by them. Those are natural issues that like, hmm. they're just part of the earth. They figure them out. Not by destroying or building dams and causing natural disasters in order to solve that problem. Seeding clouds in order to move a storm just so they yeah. don't have a problem. Right. They, they figure it out and the whole species adapts with the earth in order to, to where we adjust the earth to how we like it and we create. Do, yeah. you, do you think it's bad to be out of touch with nature? Or that's the way it's supposed to be? The, the least in touch with nature you are, the better. Jeez. Well, like, I mean, I. Jeez. That's two different. Yeah, two totally, like. Du dualistic, uh, thinking thoughts. Like. I feel like it just yeah, layers. You're, yeah. You're talking. You know, all these, te technological advances are causing all these problems that, you know, I think are ultimately probably not good, for, you know, nature, and the planet, but like. They're required for our survival. Is what's good for the planet good for us? Us, right? Is it what is good for the universal plan? Is the planet what's good for the universe? Is the Earth supposed to survive? <laughs> yeah. Are we are we supposed right. to take the knowledge of the Earth and spread it throughout the galaxy? <gasps> like, is the Earth the end all be all? Are we supposed to be here forever? <laughs> is it supposed to end? Like, are we doing what we're supposed to be doing here on Earth? As a species, the is there a supposed to be here on species? Is there even a supposed to? Right. That's the thing. It's supposed to. Yeah. It's all Universal. Universal. Should we supposed to? Right. 
Should you, I, Jason, tap in more to nature? Would that benefit us as humans, or do you think that would hurt us? Uh, would stunt us, yeah? Do you think it's in like the 1200s were, you know, better off or happier than us with no Game Boy? No way. <laughs> yeah. See, I asked myself this too. And I was talking to grandma, my grandma Branson, Brittany's grandma. And I was like, dude, back in the day, it just seemed so much simpler. You know, I feel like it was just, you, it was just, you can free speech. And it was like, the country was, was raw and pure and this and that. And she's like, oh no, no. Like you couldn't do anything back then. Like it was even more strict. Like the worst you can do is smoke. Like if you cuss or something, like you'd get a ticket. (laughs) Like you, it was like extreme, like you couldn't do that. And I was like, oh, mm, I guess right. I guess it is better I've, now then. <laughs> I've heard and seen multiple sources. can't recall them off the top of my head. Maybe I'm lying. Um, where it's like, like everyone, like in generations past, it's like they're always like, oh, you know, kids these days type thing. But yeah. every single generation thinks about think that about the next generation. Yep. You know, think yep. about and everyone looks back and thinks of fonder times yeah but they weren't there to experience it so they don't exactly know but see i do firmly believe that the next generation uh alex's <laughs> per se uh not alex him personally just that generation because he's the only sibling that i know that had every single bit of technology that every single one of us had already before he was born he was born into it all there was nothing right introduced to this kid at that point it was just basically built on like the internet was there all the consoles were there cell phone was there internet was did i say internet was there like online gaming was there everything was now it just got better and better there was no like oh look look guys an xbox and then whoa a new console like that didn't exist before now it's just new xbox new xbox and i'm sure you know what I mean? Like, huh. there is nothing new. What's new to him? VR. I guess VR is, yeah. is the yeah, new one. Yeah, let's say meta, metaverse. What's going to be the new shit, dude? Because predi- we could have predicted VR 10 years ago. I go, VR is going to be the next gaming thing. VR is going to be the next step. Because Matrix, you know, 10 years ago. VR, that's the, that's the move. But what's the move? What's, what's the new VR? What's the new thing? How could we wrap our heads together and figure out what could it be? Immersive reality? It'd be the the chip. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Go back to the chip. Like that's it. The chip is it. Once you're chipped, your body on the outside is done. You're You're right. Have the possibility to live in there. You're absolutely right. That's the ultimate virtual reality. Every sense, every feeling, every smell, taste, sight. You get it all. You know how you said last episode, you said China is making a move to be the most technologically advanced society by 2030 or something like that. Yeah. You heard something like that. Right. Whatever, whatever. I had just watched a video. um, London Real was talking to this guy, David Icke, who is a pretty controversial figure, Uh. might I add. I don't subscribe to everything he says or even know (laughs) what the hell he says. I just know he's controversial and believes in aliens and shit. Yeah. But he said AI is going to be the main way of business by 2030. And okay. China is going to be mm, the most right. technologically advanced society by 2030. And AI 
he says it's going to be the main way of business by 2030. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they have any correlation? Like, yeah, China's on the rise. China's going to own. China will be the right. They would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're pushing technology. This is about to be a red planet. Oh boy. <laughs> Hold on, you buckle up, people. Buckle up, neon neonites. We just create the neon faction that all our Discord followers can join, so they can yeah. be free from the Chinese uh, parliament regime. Regime. Yeah. There you go. Upload my consciousness to the neon popsicle Discord server. Yeah, you can use all our emojis that way. Rough. Get all the access to emojis if you do that. I feel like they just froze somebody's head yeah. recently. Yeah, didn't they say they're doing that? Like, they do that what? to famous people's heads. They did that. What is that? Yeah. It's <laughs> rumored that Walt Disney's head is well, I heard that, well, his whole body, his whole I thought. Body. But, uh, freezing. And I heard that that was a rumor. Like some heads. Futurama type beat? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like living forever is, uh, ungodly. Oh, I think it's very godly. I think God does live forever. Yeah, mm, but that is trying to be God. That's not godly. To be godly. Uh, it's what? said that one of the things that makes us human is our... Do not pay attention to any of these ads on the side. I know it's very disruptive. Okay, it is said that one of the things that makes us human is our awareness of our own mortality. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Most cryonicists, there's two things you'll find. We are sci-fi lovers, obviously. We're also optimists says Dennis Kowalski, the president of Cryonics Institute, a nonprofit based in Michigan and one of a handful of companies worldwide offering its line of services. Wow. That optimism <laughs> is important because cryonic preservation and reanimation is 100% not possible today. Ah. <laughs> Great. Great. All right. Well, I guess that answers my question. Shall I read on? According no. to Kowalski, it says. Well, Kowalski's <laughs> the, the professional. <laughs> Who's he? He's the professional. That, we just learned that. He's the penguin from Madagascar, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. But it says, we're not at the zenith of all our knowledge right now, and we certainly have more to learn and discover in the future. Kowalski, a former paramedic, cites modern life-saving interventions like cardiac defibrillation and CPR as examples of how science can drastically change. Kowalski was the smartest penguin from Madagascar. And might I add, yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> For most of human history, people generally agreed that there was no way to save someone whose heart has stopped. And now, he says, it's pretty darn routine. <laughs> okay. All right. I see you, Kowalski. Right. I see where you're going with this. Uh, Kowalski described it as an ambulance ride to a future hospital that may or may not exist. So he's well, like, that's, that's pretty meta. He's like, maybe. It's like, it's okay. So it's kind of like this medicine that if you take it, it may or may not work. But it's real. It, trust like, me. Like this will cure everything. It'll definitely work. In the future, if we develop enough science about it, like maybe we might not. Though, <laughs> say, you can say that about anything. Exactly, yeah. dude. What? It just sounds nice because humans are afraid to die. It exactly. sells itself. Exactly. Wow. Mortality. I have to sell death. What am I doing? Drink my slurp, turp slurp, or you'll die. <laughs> this company will freeze your dead body for two hundred thousand dollars. This was in twenty sixteen. That price has dropped to twenty eight thousand, depending according to this website here. It's like TVs, you know, they go down yeah. in cost. Yeah. <laughs> you hear about that earthquake in Tonga two weeks after the massive volcano eruption? The earth's shaking, yeah. bro. I felt an earthquake the other day in my house. We did too. On my bed. And I was like, 
Whoa. All the way over there. It's uh, crazy out here in California, dude. You're lucky out there in Florida, yeah, yeah. dude. Florida. California. <laughs> definitely the new Florida. Definitely the new Florida. You guys have nothing on us. <laughs> it all sounds like it, too. California. 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 Sorry. California. 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 Hey, bro, remember how we said that one lady uh, claimed that she got raped in the metaverse? Yeah. Okay, well, now a new mom raped that she was gang raped in the metaverse. No. Yeah. Gang raped. How do you do that? No, gang raped. Specifically the words, gang raped. What? I saw a post about that. No, I'm doing it. I'm I'm looking it up now. I saw a post about that on TikTok. (laughs) And I saw it looked at the the comments. I looked at the comments and it just said... (laughs) Steven, this is my laptop. You're signed in as me. (laughs) See, after virtual gang rape, dude. Jason is not into it. Look. Oh my god. It's so dramatic. Uh, Excuse me. Are you trivializing her experience, you fucking ape? Ah, dude, okay, right. so, I saw like, like, Close your eyes, no? Like, yeah, dude, exactly. I I read a billboard. (laughs) One in five children are facing hunger. I thought, just turn the other way. They're facing hunger. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. A woman who claimed she was gang raped while participating in virtual reality went to the New York Post to share her horrifying story. She shared that within 60 seconds of joining, she was verbally and sexually harassed by three to four male avatars. Remember, it was a bunch of Ugandan knuckles looking up her skirt. We said this, dude. How are you going to prevent shit like that? Take the headset off. You take it off. <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. She's like, no. No, she kind of liked it. That's why she kept it on. She's looking like, 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 mom, 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 are you okay? Someone take it, take it off her. She doesn't know take she's it wearing it. Take it off her. She's crying. The metaverse is too real. She's bleeding. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, but like, you can, in that situation, you can absolutely just remove yourself. No, Ryan, Ryan. Take the headset off. You are so you guys are being so insensitive, bro. Within 60 seconds of joining, I was, this is her quote, I was verbally and sexually assaulted. Three to four because it was so much. It all happened so fast she couldn't count the three or four. It's hard to tell. Oh. Male avatars with male voices. Fucking men. Toxic masculinity. Fucking men. Essentially, but virtually gang raped my avatar and took photos. As I tried to get away, they yelled, don't pretend you didn't love it and go rub yourself off to the photo. Did they See, I can understand. He can say some, probably some pretty rough. But dude, this is the internet all over again. Yeah. Remember when the internet came out? We were just saying this in the Discord. Yeah. Which, by the way, join the Discord if you'd like to join the community and see what we're up to past the episodes. <laughs> but and we were just talking about this in the Discord. I don't know what we were talking about in the Discord. But we... <laughs> it was, um... I see. forgot what we were talking about. It's for everyone listening. 34 male avatars, male voices. Oh, yeah. Uh... uh Oh, the internet was, it's not as fun as it used to be anymore. That's right. So the internet, when it first came out, it was all fun and games. We all had this silent agreement that we're all just talking shit to have fun here, people. This is all anonymous. What, you can say this stuff now and not get in trouble? So kids will start talking shit. People Mm -hmm. just start talking shit to people, saying nasty things. Because it's just like, we all had this thing, this agreement that, yeah, you know what? It's the internet. You know, we're, we're having fun here. 
Well, yeah. You know, yeah. We're, 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 it's, you know? You couldn't virtual gang rape someone back then, though. Uh, I'll virtual gang rape you in a chat room. Watch me. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Sorry. But it's, not, it's, it's like, it's the, yeah, that's what this is. what makes it different. That's what this is now, is basically the internet all over again. People are going to start throwing, it's going to be ridiculously out of hand until it becomes regulated and yeah. people start becoming more mature with the technology, I think is all it has to do with. Mm-hmm. Once we become right. more mature with the technology... It's not going to matter if you're looking up a virtual avatar skirt yeah. saying, you know, you loved it. Right. No. See, there's that, but there's also, I think, just like a technological literacy. Like okay. A, yeah. You know, an understanding of that you can actually just take off the headset. A hundred percent. Like, you, uh, obviously, if this woman was actually, you know, hurt and traumatized by it, I can understand if they're saying shit like that. <laughs> but like... <sighs> You know, but these are kids talking you know, shit, dude. Herself in the situation so right. easily for some Amen. Reason. Amen. Just didn't know how to. Can't you just push like the home button? Like a, a Microsoft tester or something, but it says Nina Jane Patel, forty-three, recalled in a Medium post recounting the quote-unquote nightmare she experienced as a beta tester ah. on the VR platform Horizon Worlds, created by Meta, the company formerly known as Facebook. So she's beta testing a game called Horizon Worlds, and she gets gang raped. So by Meta three made toxic a... masculine. Uh, I mean, these guys are also beta testers. Yes, they are betas. <laughs> Fuck. That's, they're like her employee. They're like her co-workers and shit. A, a horrible experiment. They are right? alpha testers, right? bro. Holy shit. They got the wrong ones. Damn. They should have ran an alpha test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to read here. She goes, a horrible experience that happened so fast. And before I could even think about putting the safety barrier in place. The London-based mother wrote, referring to Meta's safe zone feature, which allows users to place a block on interaction with other users. Wow. In December, the company revealed that a then-unnamed woman had been virtually groped on the platform. What, do you feel it? What was she on? When she published her story on Medium at the time to Little Fanfare, Patel is making her voice louder to publicly discuss her concerns with the platform. Harassment in the metaverse is a serious issue! That the industry needs to come together on to put in place to correctly security controls it. Whatever, dude. Yeah, just don't go to, uh, don't, like, who created this metaverse in which you can undress and. I don't think you can undress them. How how is she getting. She just felt raped. Gang raped. She felt offended. Because four men threw their avatars at them, went through her probably a couple times, and oh, said, look, I'm inside of you, okay. or something yeah, weird. Yeah, I've heard that story before, though. Like, it's a VR chat, bro. It's, yeah, exactly, dude. Have fun with it. And if you can't leave, don't play it. Yeah. The more damaging lens, of course, will be on our children, who start to use the metaverse more and more over the coming years. It was <laughs> probably children doing it. Right. The inevitable, at least children-minded people. It's not like mature people are doing this. I think that the maybe this kind of stuff will kind of build like a like an like an armor to so to speak to where that won't bother people anymore. You want to freaking virtually gang rape me? Fine, whatever. Like yeah, dude. Like or fuck like- you guys, immature assholes. Like this isn't whatever. Like they won't take it so seriously anymore if it's going to be so common. If it will be common, it'll just be like fucking. Losers. Those like, people will just be banned. You'll just like report them. It'll show a little yeah. clip of them doing it, and then they'll just get banned. And then they'll get probably thrown into like a dunce server, like GTA Five, where everybody's just virtually gang raping each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll just be you know. That's so good. That's so funny they do. Huh? 
to put you in put a shit in some server. sort of easy blocking shortcut. Two you know, button three times, you can't hear them. Yeah, totally, like, totally. Squeeze my nose three times. Squeeze your nose. <laughs> Click your, your ruby slippers together. I got to reach for my nose. They grab my hand. I'm like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I squeeze it twice. They smack my hand away from my nose. They're like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have a horn on my nose? Hold on. It's my avatar. I have a clown avatar. <laughs> Yeah, it just kind of just happened. You can be whatever you want in the metaverse. I got the the honking. Yeah, clown, clown self. You haven't heard the new pronoun, clown self. (laughs) You haven't heard that one. Junior in academia, Ryan. You should have heard this one. Clown. I go by Clee or (laughs) Clur. Bro, not to scare anybody though. By the way, but uh, Neo Cove is on the rise. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of Neo Covid? No. What? It's like, check this out together, guys. It's a very short video. Here we go. Neo, COVID. It's like future COVID, huh? Neo COVID, dude. The, if they, but I honestly remember they're gonna keep you sick, people. Episode fourteen of Neon Popsicle. They're gonna keep you sick. Don't let them trick you. Oh no, it's true. Current form it does not infect humans, but further mutations may make it potentially harmful. In a latest study, which is yet to be peer reviewed. So it's de- as deadly as MERS virus and as uh, contagious as COVID. It's just amongst bats right now? Is that what they're saying? Just amongst bats currently, but it's like one step away so was from COVID. being able to... That's what their theory was, but I right. think it came from the lab in Wuhan, low-key. But... ...is that it is transmissible is what can be see understood from the study, which of course is yet to be peer-reviewed. And also, which has yet to be peer reviewed. So there's one paper that's been written, but no one's been able to test huh. against that information to see if it's true. Seen in 2013. Yeah. Uh, has not just been in circulation now, but was also seen in 2013. So it was seen in 2013, apparently. And maybe it's something that they're just using to get clicks on their yeah. stuff. Maybe it's always just been. Maybe everything is technically one jump away from killing humans. Right. And uh, there's little evidence to say yeah, that there's uh, <coughs> workers in here. And, uh, the what are they working on even? This is all just planned media. This shows science clips and tell me that COVID is going on and expect me to believe it. They say it's something that hasn't affected humans. Correct. At the moment, does it pose a risk to infect humans? Correct. Why is this news? That's a good point. They say if it did jump over to humans, not in this video, but the one I did see, it could be up to a 33% mortality rate. Oh! Well, I was yep, like, God, Lee, dude. That'll do it. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, you know, is it is, is a, a information like this, is that fear-mongering? Is this actually important? That could actually well, very well be. That's a yeah. good point. Or is it just like they, they <laughs> slap it on the Neo Cove name? No, that's right. a really like, good point. Oops. Neo Cove, the Cove, anything Cove will sell well in the, today's uh, market. Right. Very true. Anything Cove, anything vid. Uh, yeah. <gasps> well, Ryan, are you still in school right now? Are you doing anything in school? Nah, nah. I'm being graduated, 2019. 
Well, How? you know, I don't know if you go back. Do you have any plans, or you just... Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm still figuring that out. If, if I do, it'd be like, you know, community college, just taking a, huh. a class or two here and there. Do you like learning that way? Yeah, I do. Um, just in general, I, don't, I guess I don't have to go to school for this kind of stuff, but like... Yes, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of school. I, I just, there's... Yeah. Like, I just... For some, unless that's a really like modern teacher, modern stuff, it's hard for me to think that the information's modern. By the time I'm right. out of college, the stuff is like outdated. I don't know if that's fair to say. I'm sure there's like true and tested things. What did, what are you doing right now? Yeah. I'm working retail. Nice. <laughs> um, got my degree in advertising. Nice. Uh, basically, I was on track to work at an ad agency, but. You know, uh, didn't do so hot in college, um, and therefore wasn't able to get any like professional experience, no internships, all this stuff. Yeah. And uh, therefore could not get a job in that agency at a, at a school. God damn it, so, agency! You know, I still have a degree. Did you learn anything about like on, online advertising, or what about advertising? Did you learn like a little bit? I was doing more, you know, more of the creative side. Uh. Um. Like, the, the creative side of marketing is kind of the way I, I think about it. Where That's it's tight. less numbers and stuff like that and more about... Concepts. You know, developing ideas. Yeah. yeah, dude, because that's where I, I strive too, man. That's, I, I like yeah. that a lot. That's, I'm a very conceptual guy. I can create a concept, um, but I, I can relate that. That's really cool. That's really cool. Maybe you can help me out with my hot sauce stuff. I need help with concept. Maybe you can help me with turf slurp in general, man. Tur- concept stuff, if Maybe. anything comes to mind. What... You know, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. No, I'll, uh, yeah, I haven't really had any ideas. Uh, yeah. Oh, we'll see. What about like, uh, so you didn't do any online advertising? Like, because I don't think you would need a degree to help people do online advertising and create nah. ads for them. Or you just didn't really learn how to do that? No, nah, I guess you didn't really. I don't, I don't know how much I learned in the advertising program that you could really learn outside of school you know uh yeah all this stuff is just like i was basically just you know learning from the experience of yeah. you know i've been in the field for so long so it's like i could i would have learned this stuff had i, I think that's what college is more for ad, ad agency. I, know, I guess that's kind of what school is yeah it's yeah. just like it's focused like knowledge it's focused knowledge so yeah to, not to say that you couldn't learn it on your own without it however you wouldn't have been in it's hard to put yourself in a situation that is like school where you're dedicated to learning for say X amount of hours per day without school or a system right. like school. So yeah, you could have learned it, but it probably would have taken a lot longer because there's other stuff you can sure as hell get busy with when you're not right. in school, sitting in a class being forced to learn that stuff. So right. um, I guess I know what you're saying and I can hear both sides. Like I can see the value in school because it, it forces you to, this is what we're learning today, here, now, this is all we're talking about. And now you're committed to that lane for whatever. And it's really up to the right. person whether they conceptualize past the knowledge of the class that the teacher's spewing, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, their brain works and like, oh, this is what I yeah. can do, or what am I going to do with this knowledge later? Like, I feel it's like really up to the person. Anything could, anything that you could learn in school could be learned at home. Yeah. But the school, I think, puts like-minded people Mm. in the same area like people who also want to learn about this 
are in the same class as you, and now you can talk to people about that and get connections that way. I don't think they stress that enough. I don't think they stress that enough in college, and correct me if I'm wrong, that like, hey guys, look, all of us here are here for the same exact reason. We all want to learn about the same exact thing. So please connect with one another because that's the only way we're going to really, truly, deeply understand this subject. Connect with one another. Even if it's like on a personal level to where like you can help each other out with their like side projects. Like if I had a podcast, I went to college. Totally. I would be in classes with people who were like-minded as I am. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I'd be like more connected to people who would maybe be able to help me with my podcast because of that. But yeah, Uh, I think it's... You know, there are tons of clubs and programs that could have joined outside of classes to do that exactly that stuff. I'd say a lot of the classes did not focus on that. It wasn't so much. I think the whole the college system should focus on that. I think that's what college really truly is. Is like Jason was saying, it's it's the networks you make in college that truly make your yeah. college experience. The friends you make from college that you connect with get you your like your jobs later. You know, I feel like the people you meet in college mm-hmm. a lot of the time. The people or, you meet. Yeah. Uh, the interns, right. you, the internships you took, the yeah, totally, dude. It's the it's the relationship. But I don't like the learning. College. I don't like the the school class part. Personally, I hate school. <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan of school. I, I actually don't like sitting in the classroom and doing all that stuff. Yeah. College is a little bit different. You know, it's a little more lax. Yeah. Uh, the more I think back on like high school, middle school, elementary school, like that was like terrible. <laughs> that was so bad. So brutal, bro. Uh, yeah. I really, brutal. there's got to be a better way. Yeah. College was a lot more enjoyable in that regard. That's good. I wasn't glued to a seat for eight hours a day every single day. You know, I had its own challenges, you know, a lot higher standards. You got to actually do the work. Yeah, you have to be your own, like, boss. Your own, like, right. drive to do it. I'd say the biggest, like, takeaway I got from college wasn't even necessarily... The, the information I got from the classroom was just like, you know, living on my own. Oh, yeah. It's a good uh, stepping stone from going to your parents' house to then not in the parents' house. Yeah. That's cool. I yeah. feel like I learned a whole lot in a, a very healthy way. Do you think in a weird way college was kind of like a, a security blanket because you were in school before yes. and then you're <laughs> out of school, but that's the one thing that stayed consistent throughout your shifting of chapters is school. Like... I'm Absolutely. still doing this thing. No, like, a hundred percent. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I've been like reflecting on that a lot, and like, you know, I'm very grateful for it. I, I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Um, I would absolutely do it again. I'd recommend it. Maybe not um, such an expensive school. Sure. That you uh, gotta pay for later, but <laughs> yeah. um, if the experience itself was. Yeah, that's cool. Do you have any goals, like any dreams of doing it? Not, I guess dreams kind of a gay word. Excuse my language, but yeah. like any like goals of like what you want to do with it. You know, I did this with college, and I did advertising because I was interested in this about advertising. And if I had right. uh, uh, an ideal job, I would like to do this or this type of work. Or like, have you thought about that? I don't stop thinking about that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so that's really the problem, right? Overthought. Yeah. I uh I don't have like one like grand dream. Yeah. Like I don't have like I don't have any real direction right, right. now. Right. So it's like I don't even know. 
be on the Nintendo marketing team. Well, I'm 32 <laughs> and I don't have any direction either, my brother. So uh, it's totally yeah. okay. <laughs> right, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, I'm not like panicked. I'm not losing sleep over it, but I definitely still trying to figure that out. Yeah, as long as you stay excited about it and you keep doing like, as long as you're you keep interested and you're open to opportunities. Uh, sounds cliche, but you got to be interested in it and open to the opportunities like yeah i'll try that out let me try that job like it's kind of up my route or i can learn i told katie this the advice before and i don't know how much it's helped or whatever but try to find a job that is going to teach you skills that you've wanted to learn instead of just like the money pay if it even if it doesn't pay the best at least it's teaching you a skill like i want to be better with people all right well let's find a job like you're in retail now that gets you really good with people Right. So, like, pay attention to the skills you're learning, dude, because the skills pay the bills. Right. You know what I mean? And I, yeah, no, I very much agree. Um, I have, a, I guess I have a little bit, uh, not a direction, maybe a, a hope of sorts. Uh, for a couple years, uh, like the year right out of school and then a year when I was down here in Florida, I worked at liquor stores, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, nice. First one was, like, a small, like, private liquor store. The second one was a big company, Total Wine. Um, and, like, I loved learning about, like, you know, the tequilas and gins and whiskeys and That's all the cool. beers and the wines. Like, that was so much fun. How cool. Learning about that stuff. Because I was... The friends I made there and the people I worked with were so much more knowledgeable about that stuff than I was. How cool. I was yeah. just, like... You know, I learned so much about it. I feel like I learned far more about it in... I'd say even at Total Wine, I didn't learn so much at the first one I was at. The second one I worked at, I learned more in like three months than I think, than I feel like most people will learn in their lives about this kind of stuff. Dang. Like, people, I don't think people know necessarily what they always like to drink or, you know, they don't develop a palate and stuff for totally. that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I, you know, I still very much enjoy that, even though I don't want to go to liquor stores anymore. We should make a... Love trying new stuff and getting, um, developing a palate. Dude. We should make a liquor brand. Yeah. And then you can market our, our neon liquor. Honestly, neon green liquor, neon, neon blue. How do you feel? That'd be great. Let's do it. <clears throat> that'd be so cool. Damn, just to get to get a little little tipsy before you listen to some neon popsicle. Mmm. <laughs> Speaking of alcohol, the I the pink one's called Mind Melt. Yesterday, it was a dreamsicle sour mm. beer. I've, nice. From like, like my favorite brewery I've been to, it's called Corporate Ladder. Um. It tasted like a dreamsicle smoothie. Damn, that's like, awesome. Straight up. Not, my favorite did not flavor. taste like a beer. Did not taste like any alcohol whatsoever. Just a, it's a creamsicle smoothie. It's my favorite so flavor. Oh, good. I know. <laughs> Ever. I love that. <laughs> I'm well aware. Do you like, uh, <laughs> do you like cuisine? Like good good foods? Do you like to pair alcohols yeah, now absolutely. ever since you started working there? Like, uh, or Have you ever tried stuff like that? I love the idea is why I'm asking. Like pairing. Yeah. I... Yes, I definitely am far more developed there than I was like before. Wow, like, so nice. I still, you know, I still don't necessarily think uh, certain things pair with other things like people claim they do. Hmm. But people maybe need it's just that not wow, refined enough yet. No, nah, but people need that though because like Gary V's take this this wine tastes like feet. It got him this his claim to fame. Like uh, so, telling right. people just your perspective, people could agree with you, and then you know they'll listen. Right. To you. 
Um, right. There was something I was going to say, though. Um, wines, dude. Wines. Did you learn about wines? Yeah, I did. You I might... don't like them as much, so I didn't learn as much. Ah. But I definitely did. I definitely did. Because they're working at, like, an Italian restaurant. They kind of force you yeah, to, to learn about wines, and that can make you a lot of money knowing about wines. And if you're interested right. about alcohols, it might be pretty easy for you to kind of pick up the information about the wines. You can make a killing, bro. Have you ever done yeah. a serving job? You'd probably be really good at serving, like, Me? at a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I would hate that, I think. Really? I feel like you're, I, like you're very smart and you'd be very knowledgeable of bro. the menu. And you're and pretty calm, cool, well. collect, like, under pressure. <laughs> I don't think you're, like, frantic. No, I, I think I could do fine at it. I think I would hate it. Oh. Um, well, okay. what kind of job would you like? That's kind of what <laughs> I'm asking. Like, what kind of right, job would you saying. not like? Or what kind of job... Because I understand. I don't want to work fast food. I told myself that. Don't work fast food. Yeah. Certain things yeah. like that. But, like, I want to work with people. I don't mind working in sales. Like, yeah. I don't know. Enough about I'm me. I'm not big on sales. <laughs> I, I love, you know, like an R&D, a research and development, like, headspace. I think would be more interesting if that even means anything. No, you know, it does. A, it does. It's like a product, more of like seeing how it works and how you can improve it, and then explaining. Right. Like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. I I enjoy working with people. I like working with people. I hate like a, a customer service, like forward facing. Oh, I see. Interaction, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would hate to. I wouldn't want to serve but i can i work great with everyone i work with you know that's cool yeah that's good shit what are you working now though retail yeah. what are you doing like cashier uh, crate and barrel it's a home and furniture store that's right um i'm just a a, a lowly merchandiser um, the merchant. you see the trucks huh that's good stuff a merchant yeah i uh <laughs> see the trucks you know uh fill the shelves Cool. You like it? All the regular stuff. People cool? Yeah. No, the people I work with are great. That's cool. Um, I do like it. It's all about the people. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a way less stressful than the liquor store I was working at. Nice. Which was uh, not run so well. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> and what kind of things What kind of things do you do for fun out there in Florida? Um, I got a PC a few months ago. I've been playing a lot of games, trying to catch up on old ones I never played. Oh, snap. Um, I need some of that nostalgic game time. Like, yeah, no, that, that's <laughs> always that's been great. Because I, I didn't have any like access to games after I left home at like, 18 until like, like oh, snap. six months ago. <laughs> so it was like a, the span of like six years where all I had was a Nintendo DS. <laughs> Dang. So I was, and then I, I got a Switch. For the new Smash Bros. and that came out. Yeah. But, like, I never, you know, I didn't have any, I didn't have an Xbox or a computer or anything to play any sort of relevant game for so long. So I've been. That's so cool, man. I'm so happy for you, bro. I know how that feels. I know how that feels. (laughs) Yeah. We Um, should play. You got Borderlands? I love Borderlands. We should play Borderlands sometime. You got PC, so. I got PlayStation. Yeah. Uh. It is not it's just Xbox and PlayStation. It's just Xbox and PC. It's no PlayStation's not even included in PC. Nah, nah. I'm gonna go shoot myself. I'll be back. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, we looked this up. I figured it out with Jason the other day. It's uh, so Xbox PC. Why? No. No. no I guess fucking Bill Gates. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you right now. Bill. Yeah. Fucking guy. Yeah. 
Well, there's Bill Nye the science guy and Bill Gates the the population pandemic guy. The population controlled <laughs> pandemic guy. That's right. Yeah. Different kind of bills. Great. Great. Just great. What do you think about the warp drive, Ryan? You hear about that? Nah, I missed that episode. As uh, the very last one, so yeah. pretty recent. Uh, friggin' so Elon Musk is in the works of developing something called a warp drive, or that he called a warp drive, mm-hmm. in order to make travel to Mars and Earth like faster, so where we can just go back and forth. Um, and he, what he says it does, I don't know. He says it. He's he's like making this thing, I guess that. Some kind of energy pulls gravity, basically. A mass amount of gravity will pull, like space time. The little ships will be like on the fabric of space time. Gravity will ripple it to where Mars isn't quite as far away. Like the yeah. space that you're traveling is not actually as far. It's pulling it toward you. Gravity will be so dense in space that it literally pulls space to the ship, opposed to the ship having to move the whole way. So it'll, like, cut the distance or time yeah. from Mars from, like, three years to, like, three months or some bullshit. Or, like, three weeks or something like that. Like, pretty pretty substantially, substantially shorter time. That's like some... Fast, it, because you're no longer traveling through space. You're you're folding space into you. Yeah, it's crazy. If you, huh. Yeah, you kind of get it? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't have, like, a greater, like spatial impact that's what i was asking yeah we were thinking too, i it, asked that is the, it pulling on it affect us like wouldn't we feel it the answer i came up with was or we came up with really we decided on was more i don't think it's going to affect anything because i'm thinking of it and maybe you are too <clears throat> in aspects of say things sitting on a sheet on a bed or on a table and when you you pull this tablecloth or you fold it up it's going to affect everything that's on it mm-hmm. but we're not on space like we're not laying on anything so we're not on top of the cloth we are the cloth yeah so like we are gonna just all move together it's gonna it's gonna seem as if nothing's happening like because something is happening nothing's happening technically it's just gravity is so dense here that it like kind of dips like space time does this in outer space does it does anything you know exactly everything's in the fabric of space-time? It's going to yes, pull... Exactly. Yeah, gravity. It's going to... Gravity's going to get so dense, it's going to... It's, it's going to pull the space in, and then they're going to be able to travel, travel and then it's going to stop. Yeah, exactly. And then it's going to be able to, like... Mm. Release? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Kind of like... Science shit. <laughs> like Futurama, the ship doesn't move. It actually moves the universe around it. Oh, yeah, it pushes it behind. It pushes the universe around itself, because the jets are... That's, it's so powerful... It shifts the universe around it. The move, the ship actually never moves. That's another right. Matt Groening prediction right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> crazy things, man. But we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna melt this popsicle, man. Yeah, popsicles. Sounds good. Good, good popsicle tonight. I appreciate you chilling with us. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, Oops. I did. Absolutely. Hope I could contribute a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do, you, do you feel as if you contributed? I I do. Good. Good. That's all that counts. We That'd had a great nice. time with you. It was good, yeah. Tell your friends Thank to listen. You. Tell anybody that listens to podcasts to check us out. Um, 
tell your girlfriend to check it out tell her parents uh, well i cuss a lot maybe not i say some pretty ornery Ooh, things it's not yeah. for all audiences tell people who you think will like explicit messages yeah mm-hmm. the uh <laughs> yeah that that uh good uh, intentions uh, Sexual assault in the metaverse got a little. <laughs> it, it was a little risque, a little but you got it. You got to go there sometimes. You know, you got to yeah. go there. Test the waters. I just it was. You know, I was reading facts. It, I was reading if facts. If it makes you uncomfortable, good. Uh huh. Art. You know? Art. Art. Yeah. Right. Art. Right. Comforts the the disturbed. disturbed, but disturbs the comfort. It disturbs the art. The comforted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Art disturbs the comforted and disturbs the, comforts the art. Yeah, there you go. The comforter? Hmm? I used to sleep on a comforter. Uh, hmm? Yeah. I'm sorry, huh? Can... <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much, man. Uh, anybody uh, else, tune in next time. Next, next week. week, we'll be recording. Um, Jonathan Jennings is is finishing up his game, Galactic Bar Fight. He's finishing post. it. It's going to be developed and out for release this month. Whoa. I so, okay. after he releases his game this month, sometime the 20-something, Okay. After that, we'll have him on the podcast. I gotta play the game. I don't want to disrupt him or distract him, take away any amount of time from him launching this game when it needs to be. Plus, it'll be awesome to talk to him about the game after it's been released. Yeah, I've been so, uh, following it since you had him on the episode. Cool I man, kind of super cool. Yeah, been, like you know, I follow him on Instagram, and I've been it's super cool. Super Lots of development, it's amazing, dude. He's doing great work. So I, yeah. I'm excited to see what he. Uh, has and when it's all done hopefully he has some clips or something for us i want to play it and uh, i hope he can design me um a cool house in because he is the architect of the virtual domain yeah the architect so (laughs) yes uh much love to everybody check us out next week and uh, if you want to be part of the episodes check us out on discord we'll be recording live on there otherwise you get the edited version yeah unedited unedited before i edited it yeah, because we got some stuff I'm gonna be saying next week. Um, it's pretty raw. So if you wanna be if you wanna hear it, we may cut it out of the episode. It might be exclusive to the Discord here. Whoa. Yeah, anyway, much love. Hope you guys hope to see you soon. Yeah, for real. See you guys. See ya. Later.